Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to today's podcast episode. Today's episode features talks of Battle Angel Alita making big money, new Batman film, and black rapper actors doing their thing. <laughs> You're now listening to Featuring Dez. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a special episode. It's called Dez After Dark. Now, some of you might be wondering, what is Dez After Dark? Well, <laughs> let me tell you. On Dez After Dark, we like to talk about sexy things. Sexy things like Ben Affleck. <laughs> Oof. Just saying his name gets me all. Mm. But before we get into that main subject of Ben Affleck, I want to talk to you about some other things that might whet your appetite. Things like Battle Angel Alita. Yeah, yeah. You think we should do it? <laughs> all right, guys. I'm I'm I'm, I'm gonna stop fooling around. Um, I want to welcome you guys to another fantastic episode of featuring Dez. I'm glad you guys could join me on today's episode. I'm I'm very excited. And today's episode is an interesting one because here's the thing. Last night, my beautiful fiance left town. She left me in our home all by myself. She went out to go do work-related things, to go teach and get that money, gets that moolah. Mm. My baby girl getting it. Baby boo don't need me. She a hardworking lady. Anyway, she went to go get that dough. She left town to go to go make me proud. She left me home. And while I was home, I was downstairs in my living room on my laptop, editing, writing, and working. I was editing on a project I'm not allowed to speak of, but usually while I'm editing, I like to have music or something in the background, right? Well, today I was feeling a little crazy. I was like, let's let's do something different, y'all. Let's let's put a movie on. Ooh, right? <laughs> I mean, it's only the thing I went to school for. Uh, so I put a movie on in the background, and that film was a film that I adore oh so much. The film was a film, was a movie called The Town. Now, The Town is the second directorial film by Sir Ben Affleck. Actually, he's not a sir. I don't know why I say sir, but by uh, Ben Affleck. And I was like, and it's interesting is I came across The Town uh, one day. Uh, it was, it, I was bored during the middle of summer. Maybe it wasn't even summer. It might have been fall. But anyway, I was bored. Me and my friends didn't have anything to do. It was my buddy Shock, my friend Will, and my twin bro. We're like, yo, we need to watch a movie. Let's go do that. And my friend Shock isn't really a movie fan, but we, my friend Wool looked online and we found this film called The Town that was getting crazy good reviews. And we saw a trailer, it was like, what? It's people, gangster people doing gangster stuff. Let's go check it out. Plus it's got the homie Hawkeye in it. And yes, sir, let's do it. So we went to go see it. And needless to say, by the end of the film, I was blown away. I enjoyed it so, so much. Even my friend Shock, who's not really a film fan, this is the type of guy who literally, um, Goes to go see films, but only the big ones, like big blockbuster hits that everyone talks about. Star Wars and comic superhero films and stuff like that. He was blown away by this film. And that was playing on in the background. And then last night led me down a strange array of events. I ended up watching every single uh, uh, directed work that Ben Affleck had done. And needless to say, it was a good night. I had some nice wine to keep me company. And I had my two fat cats on my lap, which I started to lose feeling about a uh, second way into part way through the second film. Anyway, 
I started off with The Town, which did let me through some more films. But before we get into that, I want to talk to you guys about some other things that's on my mind. So, first up, I want to briefly go over the fact that Battle Angel Alita, or rather Alita Battle Angel... Battle Angel Alita is actually the manga that Alita Battle Angel is based off. But Alita Battle Angel is an adaptation of the anime slash manga of Battle Angel Alita or Gum. And, dude, it was such a good time. I enjoyed it, and I thought it was one of the best anime adaptations we've ever gotten. And I dare say the best. I, I dare say the best. Because I don't care what anyone says, I dug Speed Racer. And if you count Edge of Tomorrow, then Edge of Tomorrow might be the best, because... That was a good film. I'm not even a big Tom Cruise fan, but anyway. Yeah, Battle of the was great, and I, I think more people... I, w- I was worried about this film because more people need to go and support uh, smaller films like this, especially when you do it. I feel like if you if a, if a, if a group of people put, put out a good adaptation and it's good, I think we need to set an example to other people who are putting out bad stuff that we're going to support the good stuff, not the bad stuff. And I think I was worried more people wouldn't go see it. And I'm so glad Alita is kicking ass in box office. Yes. Plus, Alita has a badass female protagonist. And she is dope. She's one of my favorites. Uh, the leading girl, uh, Rosa Salazar, is a star in the making. Woo, I'm so happy for her. Hopefully, she gets lots of gigs after this. They're like, yo, this girl can kick ass. We mm, need to get her. And, yeah. Oh, and guys, sorry if I sounded a little sick. Uh, as I said earlier, I was um, up pretty late watching a bunch of Ben Affleck films. And I had a little bit of wine, so uh, dehydration is taking effect. That's why I'm drinking water right now. Mm. Now, on to the next subject. Um, On Friday, I went out with a couple of my friends to get some food. We got some nice burgers and whatnot. But then afterwards, we went and saw, drumroll please, Captain Marvel in theaters. And uh, for the most part, we all enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I thought it was good fun. What's interesting is that... It's not it's not the best Marvel film. It's just a just a good ride. But I think there are a lot of things in this film that are great. And I think there are a lot of films things in this film that held this film movie back from being amazing and great. Uh I definitely dug some of the supporting cast acting. Dude. I, yeah. I uh What's interesting is Captain Marvel has so many good throwbacks. Like, it felt like a night. I feel like it was reminiscent of the 90s. Not necessarily because of the blockbuster that was in the film, but because the dogfight that took that took place in this film reminded me very much so of Independence Day. And then the middle of the movie reminded me of a good classic buddy cop film. And I got a lot of Bad Boys vibes, actually. Uh, and then... This film felt less like a Marvel film and more like a classic superhero joint, which isn't bad. It just felt like a, a, a classic superhero film. Brie Larson, I've been a big fan of hers. She mostly does indie uh, indie film indie films, so I like her. Uh, I think the the biggest film she's done besides this might have been the Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, which she was also in there with Chris Evans, who is also a fellow Marvel uh, character, so or a Marvel actor. And, uh, yeah, Captain Marvel was fun, not the best, but I recommend it. Now, next up I want to talk about, so I woke up one day, all my friends hit me up like, yo, yo, Dez, go watch this music video, go watch it. Dude, it's got Sean Paul Wiley in there, and it's even got Idris Elba, yo. I was like, okay, but Idris Elba's rapping. Dude, did you know Idris Elba can rap? 
Believe it or not, guys, I actually did know Idris Elba could rap. And I was like, yo, calm down, calm down. Let me break it down for y'all. Like, and, uh, what's, and the reason I knew Idris Elba could rap is that there's this small underground independent hip-hop group I like called CSF, a.k.a. Clear Soul Forces. And Idris Elba actually did, did a song with them a couple years back called Gotham City, I believe. And this, is, this song goes hard. Like, the perfect time to listen to this song is, like, you cruising through the city and you need something to vibe to, that's that jam. Or you sitting, you sitting down and you see uh, the light starting to, starting to sunset and, and night, night, night starting to come. Yeah. It's, it's a good vibe song. And Idris Elba, Idris Elba actually has really good flow, actually. He's, he's actually a pretty good rapper. So, yes, guys, I didn't know Idris Elba could rap. And, yes, you guys probably should go check out this song. Um, Idris, Elba, Idris Elba kills it in there. But yeah, you guys should check out Clear Soul Forces too. They're amazing. They kind of remind me of Lupe Fiasco. They rap about Street Fighter, Bruce Lee, Kung Fu stuff, and all kinds of good stuff. So I, I like them. And also, Idris Elba is crazy talented. It, like, he's already one of my favorite working talents today as far as acting goes. Like, But the dude is also a DJ. So yeah, he, 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 he you know. And he also is an amateur box, boxer, for God's sake. So... Like, the dude is all around very talented and works hard, so he's, he's one of my guys I love. If Idris Elba's in a film, I'm watching it. Shit, I should have did a Days After Dark episode about his chocolate ass. Mm. Anyway, uh, <coughs> you guys didn't hear that. Delete that. <laughs> um, what's, what's crazy is that uh, once upon a time, Donald Glover, a.k.a. Childish Gambino, in a song said, Why does every black actor have, the, why does every black actor have to rap some? I don't know, but I know that I'm the best one. He said that in a song a long time ago, and I'm inclined to agree with the boy because, or the man, he's older than me, but I'm inclined to agree with uh, Mr. Mr. Glover there because Donald Glover literally does everything. He's a comedian. He does stand-up. He does dramatic. He does drama films. He can be weird and quirky. He can be uh, cool. He can do action. Uh, he's proven himself. He, he writes, creates his own TV show. Uh, the dude can dance, the dude can sing and rap, like, come on, man, like, what else does he need, like, dude's crazy talented, now, I know some people are gonna wanna throw Will Smith at me for best, uh, actor slash rapper, or, or actor rapper, and I, I don't blame them, because Will Smith, dude has charisma out, uh, the dude has too much charisma, like, seriously, Will Smith could have a, have a show, a web series about him talking about using different tissues and sneezing, and I'd still probably watch it. Will Smith is, he's one of those gems. And I actually would love to see him and Ryan Reynolds being in a movie together. Both those two dudes are very charismatic. I love that. I mean, we already got Ryan Reynolds and Samuel Jackson, and that was a treat. Anyway, getting off subject. I think Donald Glover is the best uh, actor-rapper. Uh, Idris is pretty cool and, and, and pretty talented. He's proven himself. But that's just my thoughts. Now, moving on, guys. We need to talk about some big, big stuff because, as you guys know, Ben Affleck was our Batman. Well, as it turns out, he will no longer be our Batman anymore in the next upcoming Batman film. The next upcoming Batman film will be directed by Mr. Matt Reeves. If you guys don't know who Matt Reeves is, he's written and worked on the Cloverfield films, and he also wrote the uh, horror film Let Me In, which is also the American remake to the film Let the Right One In, which both films are great. I think both have things you could learn from. Highly recommend checking them out. Matt Reeves also wrote and directed um, 
the sequels to Rise of the Planet of the Apes. For for those of you that don't remember, Rise of the Planet of the Apes was the new start of the new uh, Apes trilogy. It had James Franco in there, and uh, he had this ape named Caesar who was ridiculously smart. And then one thing led to another, and shit get out of hand. Well, the sequels that followed those films are far superior to that first film. That first film was good, but or, or, or but the sequels are amazing. Both are better, and which I actually think the sequel to uh, the first sequel is one of one of one of my favorite sequels of all time. It's it's so good. It's got Lion King uh, uh, fragments in there, like stuff with Scar. But anyway, I love 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 that sequel. Matt Reeves did such a good job. And nearly everything he works on, he does a good job. I think he's one of the best younger young young talents working today, as far as young directors. Him and Ryan Coogler and a couple others that I really dig. I think all those all those uh, guys and gals are doing a good job, and uh, I love it. I dig it. But some people might, some people are worried about this new Batman film because one, people are upset because they don't want Ben Affleck to be gone to leave. But I think he's he's leaving uh, because of personal reasons. Don't want to get too much into that, but yeah, um, he's leaving. Matt Reeves is taking over, and the fact that Matt Reeves is directing isn't necessarily what's making me excited. That's one thing that makes me happier. But the thing that makes me excited, guys and gals, is the fact that apparently word through the grapevine is that this new Batman film is going to be a film noir. And for those of you that do not know, <laughs> noir is actually my favorite genre. Is my favorite genre in film, hands down, easy. Here's why. Growing up since I was a kid, I was a big fan of mystery movies. Uh, Scooby-Doo and... Uh, mysteries in general. It started with Scooby-Doo and it elevated. And it, you know, now I'm obsessed with True Detective and other good uh, killer uh, detective shows. Anyway, noir is great because... It's... It's all, it's all black and white. Uh, good visuals. And, it's, and, and, and your heroes... Are, there's really no uh, heroic characters in noir, right? Which means storylines often take a less typical approach. And plot lines often end with um, non-foreseeable... Uh, <laughs> well, I wouldn't say non-foreseeable, with... Um, sometimes endings can surprise... They, they, they often surprise and shock you. And because characters are often a little bit more jaded in these noir films... Oh boy, the stories can get bleak and interesting. And I dig that, I dig that. I also love a good vixen every once in a while, and noirs give you that. So, noirs often have some of the best well-written female characters and some of the most charismatic leads. Like, one of my favorite uh, noir films is um, Chinatown. I love, love, love that film. And I got a couple older ones that I could bring up, but yeah, noir is dope. More people should watch it. And noir lends itself perfectly to Batman, right? Because... Batman, you know, he works in the shadows, and visually, that would be amazing if you could do all the cool stuff you do in a noir film, but with Batman, and also, apparently, Matt wants to take a more subtle approach to Batman, he wants to focus on the detective aspect, which I think is also cool, because in the comics, our hero is notoriously known for being the world's greatest detective, but yet, in the live-action films we've gotten, he often, he never really does too much detecting, right? He's mostly beating up bad guys. I think the most detecting he's ever done was in Christopher Nolan's run of the Batman films, uh, The Dark Knight and whatnot. And despite how you feel about that film, you may feel about that film, because some people don't really care for Christopher Nolan's run, because even though critically it did well, some people might say that it was just a political thriller featuring Batman, which is not wrong. That That's actually pretty true, but it still is a good film. But anyway, 
if we focus on the detective aspect, that's one of the things I actually really liked about Batman because since he was a human being, he would often have to resort to wittier ways to, to stop bad guys, which is dope. It, it also brings a lot more tension instead of having Batman just punch the shit out of his problems, you know? And uh, I'm excited for that, guys. A noir Batman film with him being a hardcore detective. Sounds like a good private eye film noir classic movie right there, which I'm all game for. So, yes, yes. Sign me up if that's the case. Now, next up, I want to go into our lead conversation. So, earlier, I talked about the town and how that was on, and it led me to go and binge the crap out of all of uh, Ben Affleck's directed films. Well, I missed... I missed his uh, Ben Affleck's uh, directorial debut in theaters. I believe Gone Baby Gone came out in 2007. I don't really know what I was doing in 2007. I think I was too busy playing video games and chilling. You know, I, I didn't have time to go watch a political thriller, you know, or whatever kind of uh, detective. I didn't have time for that. I had important shit to do, you know. Mario wouldn't go beat himself. <laughs> and, um... Yeah, so I missed his directorial debut, but The Town is actually his second directed film. The Town is a heist movie. It's a crime drama. And um, the main characters are Jeremy Renner, Hawkeye himself, Ben Affleck, and Miss Rebecca Hall. Jeremy Renner, I think, is an actor who deserves a little bit more props than he's given. He's very, very good. But... The actor I think that deserves even more credit is Miss Rebecca Hall. Dude, she is amazing. Like, this woman needs more work. Hollywood, sign her, please. She's in here. And uh, the story of the town is Ben Affleck and company, they, they're they all a bunch of childhood friends that grew up in this town. They know it in, in the ins and outs. And they decide to become bank robbers. And one day while they're, while they're robbing this bank, they grab a hostage. They used the hostage to help them get away. Well, once they all make it through, Ben Affleck, they send Ben Affleck to go check up on this hostage, which happens to be Rebecca Hall. Ben Affleck goes to go check up on her to make sure she didn't see anything or note anything. If she knows anything, then clap, clap, pop, pop, she got to go. You know, she got to die. If she doesn't know anything, you know, she's fine. She can live. You know, that's it. That's a, that's a wrap. Um, and along the way, things get complicated and shit takes a, a crazy turn and it's crazy tense and before I knew it I'm gripped I'm gripped to my seat trying to figure out what's going on it's a good story heist film is one of my favorite heist films and it's one of my favorite films of the past 10 years uh was it yeah because it came out in 2010 yeah Mm -hmm. and so I love 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 the town it's probably my favorite Ben Affleck directed film but you know I had only seen uh I'd only seen um Three of them. So, three out of three out of the four he did. But still, it was my favorite. And then, next uh, film I, I decided to put in after I finished The Town while I was editing was Argo. Now, for those of you who don't know, Argo is a film that takes place in like the 70s, I think. Ooh, I shouldn't have had that wine. Uh, <laughs> it takes place in like the 70s. This guy is an agent um, disguised as a... Um, Film produ- Hollywood film producer who's um, trying to get these uh, these people out of harm's way, basically. And shit gets crazy. Like, it gets crazy tense. This movie was excellent. Like, just as good as The Town. I just think The Town's a little bit better. 
And I actually was a little upset because the town kind of got gypped during award season, I felt like. The town was amazing. I thought it deserves a lot more credit than it was given, but whatever. I got to go back. Maybe competition was stacked that year. I don't know, but I felt like every award that the town didn't get, Argo got that year um, during award season. Argo came home with a ton of awards, which I was cool with, you know. Do your thing. I'm happy for you, boy, Ben. And Ben Affleck proved that his first three films were not a fluke. And so, you know, he he took those awards home, which he deserved. And then, so after I finished uh, Argo, your boy was hyped. So I kept the ball going even further. Uh, And I put in Live By uh, Night. (sighs) Now, I don't want to talk about Live, Live By Night too much because, if I'm being perfectly honest, Live By Night was... An okay movie. Um, actually, it was not okay. It was... Um, wasn't horrible. Wasn't bad. But it wasn't, like, what I would say a really good movie. It takes place during, like, the Prohibition era. People are talking in their cool, slick dialogue. Uh, it takes place during the 20s. The Roaring 20s, I might add. And so... Yeah, like, it's... It's a gangster film, which I thought I would have really, really dug. It's got good actors in it. You got Zoe Saldana in there. I don't know what really happened here. Uh, it's not like this film... A visual, what's interesting, though, is that I feel like visually this film might be Ben Affleck's best film. There's a lot of good visuals in this film. But I felt like pacing-wise, this film was just a complete mess. And I felt like that's where I fell apart at. Uh... Yeah, you guys should give it a go and let me know what you think. But it was definitely it was definitely weak in comparison to Argo and uh, the town. Yeah, and so I finished Live by Night on like a sour note. I was like, ugh, you killed my buzz, man. So I had to go drink more wine. I had to re up, you know what I'm saying? And so I went and got more wine <laughs> and um, geared up for the final uh, directed Ben Affleck film, which was actually his first film. I missed it, like I said. It was on Netflix, so I put that bad boy in. And needless to say, by the by the time the end of the movie came, I was floored. Yo, this movie, Gone Baby Gone, is crazy because it left me thinking. Because um, unlike most movies where there's like a bad guy, in this film, there's no bad guy. There's just people with different views of justice and what and what justice is. And in the end, the main character kind of does something that's not really good. Well, he does something good, but it's also bad as well. And it's interesting seeing that ending play out. If any of you guys have seen Gone Baby Gone or any of these films, let me know what you guys think. But Gone Baby Gone was like, wow. Like, the beginning of Gone Baby Gone was a little slow for me, I'm not going to lie. Which, I was immediately thinking, oh, I think the town's going to beat it out. But then the ending came, and I was like, man, I don't know anymore. The ending was, was made up more than made up for how slow, slow the beginning was. And the, the story of uh, Gone Baby Gone is... Um, so, Ben Affleck's brother, Casey Affleck, is the lead in this film. He plays a, a detective private eye of sorts. And he gets hired um, to help, help, help out with the police to find this missing little girl who's been missing for three days. Now, normally, when a, when a, when a, a, a person, a kid goes missing... For 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 a, a, about a day, you can still find them and things will be all right. But usually after that, the chances of you finding your kid 
alive are slim to none. And this film really shows you just the dark side of uh, humanity a little bit, and it gets a little rough. But that ending, whoo! Dude, you got great performances from Morgan Freeman and even my boy Ed Harris. Dude, oh man, I loved it. Yeah, and what's interesting is that in the town, uh, I think Ben Affleck does great with crime dramas because in the town there aren't really bad guys. I well, they're they're, they're clearly bad because so the main characters are technically kind of the bad guys, and the and the uh, the they're the guy who's 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 opposite of them, John Hamm, who's in the town, who plays I guess the bad guy. So it isn't really a bad guy because he's technically on the good side. John Hamm's in this movie. This movie's just great. Ben Affleck has just proved he was a good film. And in that film, there's really not really a bad guy. And then, like I said, in Gone Baby, Gone Girl, it's, it's just different opinions and views and perspectives. Gone, ba- Gone Baby, uh, Gone is all about the perspectives, man. Uh, and then Argo, I, I like, dang. Yeah, honestly, guys, I hope that once Ben Affleck gets his bearings together... Like, I, from what I understand, I think he might have had, like, uh, he checked himself into rehab, and he's trying to get better. If he ever gets his bearings together, I can't wait to see what this man's next um, directed film will be. He's more than proved himself to me that he is capable of telling good stories. We need more great storytellers out there, guys. Like, we need more of them. And Ben Affleck proved to me that he he, he can direct a, he can direct the hell out of a film, regardless of your feelings towards the man. I'm not gonna lie. I don't really care much. I didn't really care much for Ben Affleck in my youth, though. Like he was kind of just okay. And I don't know where that changed, but yeah, I definitely have more faith in him. Like with his Batman, I know he wasn't necessarily. He didn't have the best outing. His outing with Zack Snyder as Batman was, ugh. Damn man, that Batman v Superman movie was dreadful. God damn, it was dreadful. But I thought Ben Affleck was actually a, uh, a good choice to play Bruce Wayne. I know a lot of people in the beginning were talking real smack on him. Oh, Batfleck, we don't want that. But Bruce Wayne, he was fine with. And as far as physicality-wise, like I said, he was um, he, he, he fit the, the bill of physical perfection more so than, say, Christian B- uh, Bale did or... Um, hmm. Yeah, like... Like, as much as I like the Tim Burton Batman film, uh, my boy, like, yeah, as much as I like the Tim Burton Batman film, like, it just didn't feel, he, hmm, how should I put this? I'm kind of at a loss for words, um... Yeah, the Tim Burton Batman film was really good. I dug it. But... The, the, the It feels like Michael Keaton wasn't necessarily the... He didn't really look like Batman to me. Physically, he just didn't fit the bill. Neither did Christian Bale. Christian Bale fit it more so than, Mike, than uh, Michael Keaton did. And... Uh, each of, them, each of them kind of did something. I feel like Ben Affleck fit the bill the most. And I feel like he could have been amazing, amazing. But, boy, 
that Batman v Superman was dreadful. I gotta tell you, I'm sorry. And and I, I thought he could have did a little better. It, Justice League was just hot garbage, man. But yeah, like Ben Affleck as a director, I really dig. As an actor, he's come a long way too. And I would love to see see more from the man. I hope he stays with crime dramas, to be honest. I hope he stays in that. I also didn't mind him in that movie, The Accountant. I feel like Ben Affleck was great in that. He didn't direct that. He was just the actor, him and Anna Kendrick. That was good. And yeah, I think more people need to give him more credit, credit where it's due. I had a fun night, guys. Last night was a crazy night. Your boy got a little tipsy, had some wine, binged a ton of Batman films. And now if I have to grade all of these, rank all these films... I'm going to give Live By Night last place. Uh, Shoot. And then I'm going to give next spot to Argo. Second last. And then second place. Ooh. Why? Oh, Oh my God. I love the town, man. I love the town. But go on, baby girl. Go on, baby girl. What's good? Um, Oh, God. This this hurts me. I'm going to give second place to the town. Uh, Gone Baby Gone was just mm, it was just too good it was just too good I'm sorry if I had to rank those movies it'd be Gone Baby Gone number one The Town number two then number three Argo and then His Worst is Live By Night but what's interesting is let me go check what these movies have on Rotten Tomatoes let me see um Let's see. Live by Night has a ooh, ooh. Live by Night got a thirty-five on Rotten Tomatoes. Man, see, this is why I I, I don't like I, I tell people not to always listen to to critics. Dude, that is way harsh. Live by Night is not no damn thirty-five. What is wrong with y'all? It's not that bad. I mean, it wasn't good, but come on, man. Live by Night got a thirty-five on Rotten Tomatoes. Let's see, what did Argo get? No, let me see what the town got. That that's my stuff right there. The town got a ninety three. You The town got a ninety three on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. And Argo got. See, the town got a ninety three. Argo got a ninety six on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. That's what I'm talking about. But I gotta be honest with you, man. I think the town's a much better film than Argo, man. I don't know, maybe maybe guns and violence and heist just isn't really the critic's thing. But I'm sorry, like the town is better than Argo. That, that's just my personal opinion. And then Gone Baby Gone had a 94 on Rotten Tomatoes. So, Gone Baby Gone, 94. The town, 93. And then Argo got a 96. And then Live By Night got, like, got destroyed is what they got. Damn. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, that's what happened there. Yeah, man, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm going to disagree on uh, two of the... the, the I, I guess I'm happy Argo got that high of ratings, but I think the 96 should have gone to the town rather than, say, Argo. The only one I really disagree on is how bad they trash Live By Night. Maybe I got to go watch it again when I'm not drunk. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, guys, those are my thoughts on, on the Ben Affleck films. I enjoyed them. Uh, they're all pretty, uh, except for Live By Night. Um, I enjoyed them, and it. I can't believe I missed Gone Baby Gone, because damn, that was good. Casey Affleck, 
added again in the wrong hood. Um, Morgan Freeman was, was doing the thing. Ed Harris was there giving some good speeches. Uh, the town still holds up. Yeah, guys. Uh, <laughs> thanks for, for for letting me chat your ear off today, guys. Because, honestly, I was having way too much fun on today's episode. It was kind of just me just kind of venting and goofing off, really. So, yeah, guys. Thanks for joining me. This is Des from Featuring Des. Signing out. Peace. Like it's better, and it's not too bad. Got business.